capable of hitting productively, who's capable of excellent defense, and who really doesn't hit for much power. Isn't there one of those in the fold already? Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Pirates 7, Braves 6. This, my friends, is why you do not bet on Major League Baseball. Considering the overall matchup, never mind this Pittsburgh lineup against Spencer Strider, never mind knocking around the potential Cy Young winner for a half dozen runs in the third inning. Um, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't really know what to say. Between splitting the four games that I covered up in Milwaukee and now this, the team is clearly playing better baseball than it had of late. Certainly infinitely better than that Thursday opener against the Brewers. And within this, Jared Triolo went two for three with a walk and two RBIs. And it's the kind of output that's becoming a a little bit common for him. You know, that's not to suggest that it's boring or unwanted or anything else. But you're not surprised by it. His season marks now through 31 games since being promoted from AAA are 278 average, a 336 on base percentage, and zero home runs and two doubles. So he has two extra base hits total out of his 30 hits. And that's that's just one of those sentences that's begging to trail off. You know, when you have someone who's a, a corner, uh, well, really a corner anything, corner outfielder or corner infielder, you want to see power. Some would argue you need to see power. So while it was encouraging to see that in Milwaukee, Triola was given a chance to play second base, and he could probably play anywhere, he is a natural third baseman. And he's very, very good at it. And he's also been very, very consistent when it comes to hitting, but hitting singles. So, yeah, while I know that Brian Hayes isn't exactly Mr. Popular with the fan base at the moment, and I'm not sure that he should be. He hasn't had much of a season outside of uh, two weeks couple months ago where he found this toe tap and his timing and all of a sudden just started murdering the ball. But he's also been bogged down by a recurring, and I do mean recurring, back issue. Because this goes retro for a couple of years now. So how much of this is health-related? How much of this is not doing enough to take care of the back? How much of this is just nothing whatsoever to do with the back. That seems unlikely. Key's become something of a popular target. And again, I get it. I get it. I I can't stand watching him hit at times, particularly when he freezes with the bases loaded. Or even just a couple guys on, like happened up in Milwaukee. Uh, it's, it's maddening. It looks like there's a lack of passion, a lack of fire, and 
when that's combined with the big contract, which, by the way, everybody applauded at the time, myself included, it's, it's a bad mix. It's a bad mix. Is Triolo any kind of answer for that? Meaning, is he capable of being someone who bails you out of a bad contract if that's where this ends up with Key? Yeah, I think so, because he's never going to cost very much, Triolo. Uh, when you are a corner infielder who doesn't get extra base hits, it's it's got some Island of Misfit Toys quality to it. You've got to be able to hit for some kind of pop. But is Triolo any kind of longer-term solution? I don't know. It, it depends on who you talk to inside the organization. See, Triolo hasn't shown much power at any level, certainly not when weighing home runs, but he has shown doubles and gap power and off the fence and drive it into the opposite alley. He He's shown some of that, and there are people within the Pirates who believe that more of that can emerge. Now, does more of that Emerging come at the cost of being as productive as he's been. How much do you value the production that he offers, considering the rest of your lineup offers very, very little? And you could actually use some hits. I don't have that answer. He's 25 years old. He's not a finished product. Again, he's only been up here for about five weeks. But what might be the most important thing for Triolo moving forward isn't to go hunting for power. I think it's going to be more about moving him around the diamond. Uh, that doesn't mean he'd need to play shortstop, although that would be a welcome thing. But it does mean more of second base, more of first base, where he spent some time, maybe even a little bit in the outfield. You want him to make sure he's a multifaceted asset to you. Another thing to share, this is a, this is a pretty good kid. Uh, he's a team guy. He's got a really cool demeanor about him, not over the top or anything. But, you know, last night after the game, he was asked about the six-run third inning and what that was like. And this is what he had to say. Yeah, I, I mean, we just stuck with our, our approach that we adopted from the beginning of the game, I believe. Um, and then it was just one hit after another. I feel like it was kind of just contagious there for a minute. Um, and that's kind of what baseball is, just kind of striking when it's, when it's hot. Yeah, it was contagious. This, the young guy stepped up. It wasn't any me, 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 even though he was part of it. Uh, there's a lot of that with him. Kind of keeps to himself, uh, not, which isn't to say that he's a bore or a loner or whatever. He's just, he's not that guy that's going to go uh, screaming, shouting, and announcing himself. He is your prototype bench guy in a lot of ways but he's got some rounding out to do when we come back j1q this portion of daily shot of pirates is brought to you by our friends at north shore tavern that's directly across federal street from pnc park it's home of steak on a stone an eating experience underscoring the word experience the steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door. 
Your car. Your bike. Your computer. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit ProjectChildSafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Today's J1Q comes from Michael, who says, DK, I understand why Andy Rodriguez is the starting catcher, but why isn't Henry Davis now the backup when Andy gets his needed day off? No offense to Jason DeLay, but he's not part of the future, as Davis is clearly meant to be. If Andy suffers an injury, we need Davis to be ready, and he's not developing those skills in right field. Michael, I understand that Henry made another error last night, and that would be something that would move everybody again to ask what the heck they're doing with this situation. He's making some kind of miscue pretty much nightly at this point. And I feel, first of all, as if Henry should just be inoculated against any criticism because none of this is on him. Not just saying that because I really like the kid. I'm saying it because it's common sense. The Pirates did not prepare Henry to play the outfield hardly at all. They brought him up and they even said so for his bat. Now, If you go back to early May and listen to some daily shots, you'll hear this one angry dude barking about how the Pirates should bring Henry up for his bat and don't worry about where you play him. That was a time when the team was just dying for offense. Remember that? Right after 20 and 8, they started just falling apart offensively. And I thought that they could use a spark from anybody, whether it was Henry, Andy, whoever. But this is now a different time. This is, I don't know, are they taking winning seriously just because they're kind of 500-ing right about now? I mean, you tell me. Are they worried, maybe even petrified? That Henry flat out can't catch, that he would embarrass himself and or them by going behind the plate for any sustained period? I mean, I get that sense. Don't you? Just through their actions? It's, it's odd because on one hand, you understand, or at least you should understand, that the priority here would be the improvement of younger players. That's what the final two months of this season should be about, the improvement of younger players. And of course, in general, setting straight some of the older players. I mentioned Brian Hayes in the opening segment. You could put Brian Reynolds into that same category. You could put Mitch Keller into that same category. You need to see your best guys, your best experienced guys, not end on a sour note. So everybody's got some kind of claim in this. The only thing that doesn't seem... To be relevant, and please don't be one of those people who's looking at the wild card standings after every time they win. Just don't do it. Don't do it to yourself, okay? 
is winning is the outcome of a given game. They're nice. They're always welcome. I emphasize that as much as anybody when it comes to this franchise, because heaven knows they don't do it internally. But is it more important than having Henry be a catcher? Or are you not really all that interested in Henry being a catcher and you're just kind of placating him by having him do these pregame sessions or putting him out there whenever it's 14 to nothing? It's a tough spot. It's a tough spot. If it were me, and I've been consistent in saying this for some time now, I'd focus on Davis as a right fielder and the time that's being utilized to have him at catcher meaning even the pregame prep, I'd be investing instead in perfecting his outfield skills. I'm going to say this again. He's had almost no reps out there other than a handful of games at the position late in his minor league tenure. They put him there and they had him there two, three days a week. And that's not it. He needs to be working with an outfield coach, with outfield video instruction, with analysis of what it is that he's doing or not doing out there in terms of reading the ball, in terms of pursuing the ball, in terms of getting his glove down on ground balls. We've now seen that happen several times. Because the other benefit to having Henry in right field is he's got that 80 arm. And you can say whatever you want about the impact that a catcher can have behind the plate and throwing runners out, except that you also have to realize that in 2023, that's declined for all catchers. It's just not as big a part of the game. Whereas we have witnessed Henry have an impact with his arm from right field. For right now, I'm in the Henry in the outfield camp. I just wish it had been handled a whole lot smarter. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do another one of these tomorrow.